And hello. So, the oddest thing happened. I'm hanging out with friends. And somebody who was previously on the podcast accidentally showed up this evening. And it works out because there are several questions that were not answered in the podcast that we did earlier this year. And I would like to say a big thank you and hello to Jenny. Hello, Jenny. Hi. So, Jenny, we got I got quite a bit of feedback on yours because you talked about your ex. One of the questions that I would like to get into, first off, how are you doing? I'm doing great, yeah. You're doing good? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and I do want to explain. There is alcohol flowing this evening, so we <laughs> there there is alcohol. Anyways, this is this is actually how I got her involved in this because I'm like, hey, let's let's add on to your story here, and we had to have a couple drinks. So, one of the questions was, and and you know how I do my podcast, I don't hold punches. Yeah. So y'all were married eleven years, right? Mm-hmm. Why did y'all not have kids? I don't know. I think that he wanted to have children. But uh, we just, it just never happened. You know, I was on birth control for a while and and then I stopped and he had uh, his own issues as far as that yeah. concerns. And so, so it, it just never happened. I'm kind of glad it didn't, honestly, um, because that would have made the divorce even worse. Um, so uh, there was just issues. It just never happened. And I'm, I'm thankful for that, honestly. I, I already have two children. I don't, I don't need it anymore. Okay, so we were talking about the podcast earlier. What did you want to talk about? Okay. What did you want to add? Because so what, because a lot of people were thinking that you, and me included, wifey included, that you were holding back a lot. Okay, well, wifey totally got me. She totally got yeah. me. Because when I listened to the, um, af- after I did the podcast, the short podcast, and uh, you guys talked about, out of, about it afterwards. I remember uh, you had questions about. You said oh, she's leaving something out. She's yeah. leaving something out. There's yeah. something missing. And well, we had said, just met too. Right. We we didn't even know each other for like ten minutes. Exactly. And I was like, hey. We literally had just met. It was crazy. Yeah. Um. So um. I remember that uh, you had said there's something being left out, and wifey said, "Well, I think that you know the moment that she kicked him out, and then he went to jail. That was it for her." And she just hit the nail on the head. Yeah. That was it. Because here's the deal is because I actually work in the jail, in the county jail. So, so wait, 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 wait. You're a jailer? Yes. And yeah. he went to your jail. Yes. So so let's start back from where we were at. Mm-hmm. And I said, I kicked him out and that was it. That was the end of it. Yeah. So, yeah, I kicked him out. I said, I'm done. I had been putting up with this for 11 years. The last two years were absolutely horrible you know i told you about that story how he chased me around with a gun and how he was acting like he was addicted to meth and all of that so i was like done i was just done i mean i couldn't even i would leave work you know at the jail and i would leave work i was working at at the night shift at the time so i'd get off at like seven in the morning okay i would come outside he would be sitting outside waiting on me and if i was uh if i was walking outside with one of my coworkers that was male I was instantly... Oh, so he waited for you at yeah, the jail. Yeah, he would be sitting in the parking lot waiting on me. And if I come outside with one of my coworkers, which most of my coworkers are male. We don't have right. a lot of females that work there. So um, if I come outside 
with a male, I was instantly sleeping with that male. Oh, yeah, y'all were having sex. Yeah, yeah, it didn't matter who it was. If I talked to anybody, that was it. He, you know, he hated that I worked there, which that, that's a whole story in itself because we had met there. We had both worked there years and years ago. That's how we met. Yeah. Back in, like, what, 2001, 2002, something like that. So he knew how that place worked. And, um, but I wasn't, I wasn't having an affair with anyone. He wait, just wait, assumed that I was. When you say he knew how that place worked, is that a thing? Do, do, no. do other jailers date other jailers? Uh, it, it, it has happened in the past, I'm not going to lie. But it's not a thing. It's okay. It's just that he knew that it's a stressful job is what I'm it's saying. It's very stressful. It's very stressful and that it would take a toll on our married, married life. Okay. Um, so, um, that was that, but, uh, that's a whole different story. What I'm trying to get at, my point is wifey got it. She got it. Yeah. She said when he went to jail, that was it. And so I was actually at work when he went to jail. Let's say I kicked him out and then I probably kicked him out the morning that I got home. It was like seven o'clock in the morning. I got home. He would never let me sleep. Never, ever let me sleep. I mean, he would keep me awake he would just sit on the side of the bed and just, I don't know how to explain it. Chew me out, I guess, about so he everything. Didn't, he didn't keep you awake because he adored your time. No, he was just chewing on me. Because, you know? like, I'm not going to lie. Me and my wife, we, we will keep each other awake because we adore each other's time. We, that's course. what we want. We want of each course. other's time. Yes, this was different. Okay. This was him just making up scenarios, thinking that I'm screwing around with other people, thinking that I'm doing something that, you know, he he was having the mind of someone that is addicted. He didn't understand. I didn't understand him. He didn't understand me. Let me ask so. you this. Okay, sometimes when people accuse other people of doing that thing, normally they're doing the thing. So if he's cheating, he's accusing you of cheating on you, and right? It's good that you asked that question because you're right. But I really, in my heart, I believe that he wasn't cheating. Uh-huh. I really don't think he was cheating. I know he was doing things that he was not supposed to be doing. Right. He was doing drugs. He was hanging out with people that were doing drugs. They were doing things that they were not supposed to be doing. But I really don't think that he was, like, sleeping with other women. Yeah. And um, I was not sleeping with other men. Mm-hmm. I was miserable. I I mean, I... Would you have slept with other men, though, if he wasn't so... That's a great question. It is a... It, you know what it is? It's an odd question. It, it is an odd question because I want to say yes because I was so unhappy. But at the same time, I really don't think I would, I would do that. Because... He was very traditional. Yeah. He, um... And, and you are, too, to an extent. Yeah. Yeah, he was very traditional as far as marriage goes and not having any kind of outside relationships. And I respected that mm-hmm. because he was my husband. Yeah. So I would never have done that even if, you know, I had fantasies or if I even thought about it. And I'm not going to say I didn't because I did have friendships. Well, you were unhappy. Yeah, and I was unhappy but I don't think I would have done it just because of the fact that I know how bad it would have hurt him and how traditional he was. And I you truly that. loved him. I did. And even though it wasn't the kind of love that you would expect for someone that was 
deeply in love and married. It was just that I respected his values. You know what I mean? I do. And so, um, so what I what I'm trying to get to is the night that I kicked him out, or the morning, I guess you would say. It was night for me because I got off at 7 a.m. I came home. I wanted to go to sleep. He started a fight, as mm -hmm. always. There was always a fight. I don't even remember what it was about. It's, we we got divorced in December of 2017. So, you know, pardon my memory. But um, he started a fight, and I was like, I'm just done, okay? I'm, I'm tired. I've been fighting with you for two years. The last two years have been horrible. I'm done. So um, I said, you know what? I want a divorce. I want you to leave, okay? So he got upset that I said that, obviously, um, he completely destroyed our bedroom. I was, I remember sitting on the bed. We had a king size bed and he was a big guy. He's a big guy. Yeah. And he lifted the bed up in the air and threw me across the room. Damn. On top of the bed. He broke the bed. Damn. Um, he destroyed the room, just tore everything up, which there was a lot of stuff all over the place anyway because you know people I'm not sure if you know but people that have that kind of addiction that he had they have like a what I like to call a nest yeah you they, said that in the last yes, podcast yes I yeah. did I did where they just can't stop moving and yeah messing with and them. they kind of have their own yes. shit just his, sitting around yes his thing was he liked to make those little bracelets that ever made the braided uh survival bracelets you yeah. Know what I'm talking yeah, about? yeah yeah yeah. he yeah. made those so that stuff was everywhere so that stuff just went all over the place everything went all over the place he he um he tore up the the bedroom and then he got a hold of my bag which had my wallet in it and he was like I'm not giving your stuff back you know and we got into it a little bit um, as far as me trying to get my things back. And I was yeah, like, you, you said that. Yeah. You need to get out. I need to get my things back. He threw your yeah. bag, right? Remember yes. he threw it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he threw it. Remember, like I am like I was there. Yeah, I I'm know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I wasn't there. You told me. But yes. I apologize. Okay. Uh, he did have my bank card, and I'm not sure if I told you or not. He took my bank card with him yeah, when he left. Yeah, you did say and that. he took all my money. Yeah. Um, so uh, I need to revisit your podcast, the last one. But, I know it's, yeah. been a, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. So um, yeah, he got out. I I kicked him out. That was probably seven o'clock in the morning, mm -hmm. right? Okay, so I get him out, and I actually got some sleep that day. I went to sleep. I slept, and I uh, got up. Let me ask you this: This is a weird question. Did you feel better? And slept better knowing oh, that he wasn't there. Absolutely. Really? I mean, it had been so long since I had gotten a good sleep. Because, like I said, I was working yeah. the midnight shift. Mm -hmm. That's a hard on a person of anyway. Of course. Oh, I know. I've worked nights. Yes. And so... Um, this one. Yeah. Okay. So, I would was working the midnight shift. Get you, that. That was you, a beer. I was working... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we've had a few. Go okay. Ahead. Um, I'm working the midnight shift, so obviously when somebody works the midnight shift, they need a little more sleep. You're of tired. course. And he had not been letting me sleep. So I kick him out and best sleep ever. Seriously, sleep all day. Really? It's amazing. Um, you know, I didn't have anybody waking me up every five minutes to chew me out about who knows what. Um, so I slept, even though the room was just trashed, right? 
And so this is where it gets into the part that you're saying sh- there's something missing. Yeah, that's kind of and, and that's, that's that's where a lot of people have been asking me because they're like, no, no. Yeah, it didn't no, just rip, end right there. Rip, rip, you're right, bro. Something is missing. Right, it didn't just end right there. So yes, I I did eventually divorce him, but the thing was is that I work in the county jail. Yeah. So I get up at you know, nine or so. Yeah. I get ready for work. I go to work. Okay. I'm working through the night, four o'clock in the morning. I'm working a control post where this post is where you are controlling all of the doors in the building. You are watching all the cameras, right? Okay. Okay. This night I'm working the control post. I also have a scanner that feeds into the police station. So I know if they're bringing someone to jail four o'clock in the morning, I hear that they have detained. Hang on. Don't say the name. Just say. My husband. There you go. That's what I was going to say. Okay. Yes. Uh, they have detained my husband. At that moment, I hear that, and there just happens to be a deputy standing in there. And I said, hey, I just heard on the scanner that they've detained my husband. I kicked him out this morning. He says, okay. And we're sitting there for a minute. Well, Did he- your heart drop? What happened? Okay. What was your emotional state at that point? You're not an emotional chick. Yeah, I'm so, not. So I'm not. What? 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 And what? I can tell you exactly what I felt at that moment. I felt uh, I was not surprised, honestly. Really? I no dread. No figures. embarrassment. No, no. just mm, that's that's legit. Embarrassment did come later, and I can explain that. Okay. But um, at that moment, when I heard his name, I was like, I'm not surprised. But at the same time, I'm at work, and I'm like, they have my husband detained. If they bring my husband into jail, what's going to happen to me? Yeah. Am I going to get in trouble? Right. Oh, man. What I did he do? You know what? God honest truth. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Okay. So I told I told the deputy, they have my husband detained. I kicked him out this morning. And uh, he says, okay. So we're sitting there, and he gets a phone call. He goes into another room. He takes the phone call, and he hollers at me, come on, come come here. So I come in there, and he says, they're bringing him in. And I said, okay. I'm not surprised, still. Yeah. But then I ask him, what are they bringing him in for? I'm thinking, DUI. Yeah, right, right. He went out with his buddies and got messed up because right. his wife kicked him out. Right. Yeah. He says they're bringing him in for possession of methamphetamine. Shit. That's when my heart dropped. Because I was like, I knew it. I knew it the whole time. I mean, the whole time, I just, I knew there was something wrong. I knew he was doing drugs. I just, I knew the behavior. I've seen it before. Yeah. That's when it dropped. And I'm just like, oh, I'm, I feel sick. Was it, what emotional state were you in at that point? Were you like, okay, I got to go? So, I got to. And we've spoke about this. I have tremors. I have um, essential tremors. Okay. So it's genetic. So I, we've spoke about this yes, off podcast. It, it's, yeah, it's similar to uh, to Parkinson's. Okay, but it's not Parkinson's. I just shake all the time. Right. So I'm instantly your shaking. hands, your head. Anytime stuff like that. I get yes, anytime I get any kind of extreme emotion, anger, upset, anything like that, I start shaking really yeah. bad. So obviously I'm a mess. Okay, mm-hmm. I can't function. I'm shaking so bad. Um, I'm lucky. That the the county that I work for, the people that I work with are family to me. Yeah. And they 
did everything in their power to keep me safe and to protect me and to make me feel comfortable. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. That's badass. As soon as they found out that my husband was coming to jail, they got me to another control room where I wouldn't have to see him, where he wouldn't have to see me. Um, They got him booked in, and as soon as they got him booked in, they sent me home. Damn. And uh, afterwards, uh, you know, I spoke with the um, administration. They were extremely helpful. They were very kind and uh, very understanding. And I couldn't ask for better people to work for. Man, that they is, were that's, amazing. That's crazy. Absolutely so... amazing. They did everything in their power to help me get through the situation that I was in. When when he was in, did you have to deal with him any? Did you? Um, well, that's. Let me continue. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried you were. I was. I, hold on, hold on. I was worried you were stopping. So he so, got. He, no, I am not stopping. Okay. We're, we're gonna keep going. Okay. Well, hey, <laughs> the beer is a flowing. Let's keep going. Um. So. Um. He came in, and after a couple of days, of course, he bonded out. And he paid, I guess he paid all his fines, whatever, yeah, and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, and this is the thing I, I, I get with women that are in relationships with men that are manipulative and abusive. It's because... By the way, huge big ups to you. Uh, a lot of women have come to me and, and told me how strong you are. Thank you. And, and stuff, and, and you are. Okay. I appreciate that. You're Thank super you. strong, and and I've got a ton of feedback Thank about you. how strong you are. I wanted to say that. Now continue. Thank you. Um, you know, a lot of that, and and you know, like your wifey said, uh, wifey hit it. She said when when she kicked him out, and then he went to jail. That was it. And I did that. That morning, at 4 o'clock in the morning, when I heard that they had detained him and that they were bringing him in, that's the day I took my wedding ring off. Damn, you wore it before that, huh? I I had it on for 11 years. I never took it off, ever. I showered with that sucker on. I'm the same way. I don't take mine off. Never took it off. And uh, What did you do with it? I put it... I I have a pair of glasses, okay, that I, um, I barely wear them. Yeah. I have astigmatism, and uh, <laughs> I, I I wear them sometimes when I drive at night, and I stuck it in that glasses case, and it's still there to this day. Really? I took it off when he went to jail at 4 o'clock in the morning, and it has been there since. Uh, yeah. And so that she hit it. And he went to jail, and that was it for me. I took my wedding ring off. I put it in that glasses case, and it's been there since. I never put it back on. Why do you still have it? I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. Do you still love him? I want him to be better. Does that's that make sense? That's not what I asked. I know that's not what you asked. You're dodging the question. You dodge questions okay. with me. We know each other a little bit now. Okay. <laughs> this is this is where we get to a point. Okay. I let you slide on stuff that first podcast because <laughs> we knew each other for 15 minutes. Okay? So, this is... No. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. I'm not letting you slide on this stuff anymore. Okay. I want to okay. know. Okay. Do you want me to light that for you? Yes. I got, I got, well, it. I got it. 
So I need you to start talking, and I need you. I want him to be better. No shit. We want all people to be yes, better. Yes, absolutely. I asked you, are you still in love with this man? No. I don't think I was ever actually in love, thank you, with this man. Okay. I think I've always loved this man. All right. I don't think I was ever in love with this man. That makes me sad. Makes Why me does sad that make you that. sad? It makes me sad because I was married to him for 11 years, and you should never be married to someone that long if you're not actually in love with him. Is that a time waste? Or is that um, a live and learn thing? Yeah, it's a long time live and it's learn thing. It's a long live and learn thing. Hey, it happens. I think I, I just got married because I felt it was time, and I probably should have waited. You said that but, in the last podcast. And I did but, say that. And, and, and sometimes I wonder if I would have ever gotten married. But then I think... You know, I went through this experience, and maybe that's good for me. Maybe that made me stronger. Okay. You're a strong woman. And I asked you this before, and I'm going to ask you again because it's been a few months. You were jaded as fuck over marriage. I was. It's been a few months. I'm going to ask you the same question. Still jaded over marriage. Still jaded over marriage. I'm still jaded over marriage. I mean, I'm like I said before, I remember telling you, I'm not going to say that I will never get married again. But it's going to be a very long process for me. It's going to be a difficult. You're going to have to have a strong man, huh? Yeah, I'm going to have some I'm going to have to have somebody that's very persistent. <laughs> Are you okay? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't remember where I was at though. You were jaded by marriage, and mm-hmm. you were talking about that. No. Tell me more. There's something else. Um, okay, so he went to jail, right? Oh, we're back on the... Okay, okay, okay. shit. No, I'm going back to work. Hey, I'm not done with my story, oh, okay? I'm sorry. I just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, 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 you keep going. Yeah, keep yeah, going. yeah, yeah. Keep going. Okay, so, um, yeah, he went to jail, and he got out a few days later. Okay. So... Did he come back to you? What I was saying, and this is what I was trying to say, is... I, and and this is this is what a, lo- a lot of women. No, you're fine. Well, this is what a, wa- a lot of women do that I have noticed. As far as you know, just women that I know and friends that I have, is um, we want to help, even after we leave. We want to help. So, yeah, you like we said before, women are nurturers. Yes, um, I still am married to this man, right? I have not gotten divorced yet. I literally just kicked him out, right? Okay. So he's calling me all the time. Well, of course I answered. I wanted I want I was curious. How was your experience in jail? Of course I want to know what the other side is like. Who wouldn't, right? I reckon. Right? Yeah, Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So I I want to know what his experience is what like. And so I answer the phone. And then, did you hear that? That was my Alexa. I swear she's possessed. She talks out of the blue. Okay, so he texts you. We were rudely interrupted. I'm sorry. He would text you. He needed you. Yeah, was, and all I wanted to do was just help. Yeah. Um, but then he went to jail again. Wait, hold on, hold on. 
You were talking about a college professor. What, what were you saying about the college professor? The college professor, she said that she had went to counseling because she had been through the same thing with her ex-husband. She kept trying to help him, trying to help him. Every time you help them, it just makes it worse because you help them and then they start acting ridiculous again. And ridiculous is probably the wrong word. It's like, help me, help me, help me. I need gas. I need this. I need, I need this favor from you. And you're like, okay, I'll be a nice person. I'll do this. And then after you do it. Well, you spend 11 years with somebody. It's not even a favor at that point. It's just, that's it's what you do. Yes. Right? But then after you do it, then that's when you get the messages. Why aren't you talking to me? Or, you know, and, and that's when I get the horror messages or whatever. You know, or anything that just, it, it was so inconsistent. Like, one minute it's like, I need help and I would do anything for you. And then you help them and then after you help them, if you stop talking to them or anything like that, it's, I hate you. Why do you treat me this way? And so... Was he dating at the time? Yeah. Uh, I think he dated a girl. She she texted me even and was trying to start some stuff, but that, it didn't last very long. She did like once or twice that morning, one morning, and and uh, she just told me that I need to leave him alone or something like that, and I was like, I'm trying to leave him alone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know. Leave me alone. Yeah, exactly. And uh, But, you know, I wonder sometimes if it was even her or if it was him pretending to be somebody else. And just trying to, because the he was really bad about that. He would try to find ways to get me to talk to him. So it was either there was something wrong, he ran out of gas, he needed something, he needed a favor, or he was really good at I got your presents, I got you something. And you know, it'd be like, well, what'd you get me? And that's how he would get. The conversation, conversation started. Really. Right. It was always, I got you present, or I did this. So it's either, I need your help, or I got you something. It's just anything he could get me to talk to him yeah. for. So, um, and, I, and I fell for it. I'm not going to lie. I fell for it many times for yeah. many months. Um, because I, I tr was trying to be a good person as far as helping him and as far as I got you something I mean I really didn't want anything that he got me but at the same time I don't know maybe it was because I was bored or maybe because I was lonely or because I was going through I was trying to go through a divorce right. and uh, you know so it'd be like oh I got you a present oh well what is it you know uh, yeah I got a present how much you know how much did you spend on me because yeah. you kind of owe me a lot of money because you took off with my bank cards you yeah. know and so um it took a while and but when she told me that you cannot leave someone and help them at the same time that really that really just clicked and I started drawing back I started drawing back not answering well that made it worse because that's when I started getting the random text of you're a whore and I hate your guts and just you're a slut anything that he could think of any kind of emotional yeah state. and the problem was too is I could block him yes I could definitely block him and I did but he was downloading those apps that you can use through Wi-Fi to text, and it's a weird phone number. Right, right. So, and, of course, I didn't answer any phone calls 
but I was still getting the text messages from random numbers. Obviously, I knew it was him. But, uh, so, like I said, he went to jail again a few months later. Same charge. Possession of meth. Um, it just so happened that when he went to jail the second time, I had finally gotten the divorce done. The divorce was actually very simple. Um, don't, I don't, hang on. Don't go over how simple it is, because I don't want Lappy to divorce me. So. <laughs> well, we didn't have any children together. We didn't have any property. Oh, okay, we okay, anything, okay. So all I had to do was file the paperwork and sign it and go to see the judge, and it was done. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so, okay. Yeah, so, Lappy, don't listen to that part. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to be fine. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, the divorce was very simple. So right after the divorce, I uh, had surgery. And I just happened to be at work one night, and it was right after my surgery. So I had two weeks where I could not go out on the floor. I had to work control. So what you're saying is you couldn't beat anybody up. I couldn't beat anybody up. Okay. It was a terrible two weeks. <laughs> terrible two weeks. Um, so uh, it came to jail again. Unfortunately, I'm stuck in a control room. But you know what? They said, hey, do, do you need to leave? Do you need to go somewhere? Well, yeah. you took. They took care of it. They you. did. They were amazing. And I said, you know what? No. We're divorced now. He is his own person. He can do whatever he wants. I'm done with him. I'm going to sit right here and do my job. Yeah. And that's what I did. I sat in that control room and uh, my coworker. Did you, did you feel like... Yeah, fuck yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Um, it, it, At first, I was a little nervous. I was really shaky the whole time. But, uh, yeah, I did feel that way. I was yeah. like, fuck yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm going to sit here. We're not married anymore. I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to watch this shit. Yeah. You're like, man, <laughs> yeah. hope so there's, my, I hope he gets his ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> so my coworker booked him in, and he goes in, and he was in for a little while, and he gets out. Well, he's out for a while. And, of course, she's got fines to pay. Because when you go to jail and you get in trouble, you have to pay fines. All, do I know this all too well? Yes. I really don't. Yes. I really don't. There, I didn't there. know that. Well, so, you got to find, you got to pay crazy. fines after you yes, go to jail? Yes, you do. Okay. You have to pay fines when you go to jail. Um, and, it, you know, they give you a certain amount you have to pay every month. And if you got to pay it. Or they will put a warrant out for your arrest okay. for failure to pay fines. Okay. So, time goes on. Time goes on. We got divorced in uh, the end of 2017. Okay. Um, Do you have a party? I did not have a party. Oh. Uh, like thing. I said, it was, it was a slow thing, you know. I was trying to get over the situation. Right. I had to train myself to not talk to him, honestly. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I would respond back sometimes. Yeah. And it was, it was a failure on my part because I shouldn't have because... Every time I responded, even if I was trying to be helpful and, and and get him in a better place, to help him, you know, feel successful so that he could get a job, to give him some kind of, uh, I don't know, self-esteem boost, just so he could do something to better himself, it would bite me in the ass every time. Yeah. Because I would be nice, I would say something nice, I would respond, and then I don't know if he would get drunk or if he would get high or what he would do, but, you know, a couple hours later, I'll get, fuck you, you're a whore, something, and just 
it was just horrible. You know, I'm just trying to, trying to do what I think is right. And every time, it's biting me in the ass. Every single time. And so, I start thinking, I need to just stop responding. Mm -hmm. I know I've been with this man for 11 years. I know that I want him to do better. I know that I want him to feel better. I know that I want him to be successful. But every time I respond, every time I help, it comes back on me. So makes him worse because then he starts thinking I might get back together, right? Right. Even if I respond with a hi, how are you? He yeah. thinks, oh, she wants to get back together. So um, I'm thinking I've got to just stop all contact because that's what you got to do. Well, apparently he had come to my home when I did not realize it. And he got into my vehicle and he stole my checkbook and he stole $2,500 from me. This is after the divorce? Yes. And uh, I did not know that he had done it. So I'll go to the bank. I'm missing $2,500. Where is it at? I've got these checks that were taken out of the middle of my checkbook that were written, not my signature. Well, they find that he's on video cashing a check that he wrote to himself. That's felony. And uh, they say, do you want to press charges? Yes, I should have pressed charges. Did no, you No, I did not. Are you serious? I'm serious because I was like, I'm just done. I don't want anything to do with him. I should have pressed charges. I feel like now that that was a mistake. <laughs> Was it though? I mean, gonna, I mean, I'm being legit. Was that really a mistake? Think now. Is that really a mistake? Now because you were I, so done with him that you're like, F it. I'm done. But I was I really? That's the problem is because I kept trying and trying to help. That's a better question. And then I keep thinking, I don't want him to get in trouble. I don't want him to get in trouble. I just want him to be better. And so you and it didn't just so It sucks so bad that somebody can treat you so badly. But you still want to help them. Yeah. And that is all I was thinking is, I don't want him to get in trouble. Don't want him to get in trouble. And so, that's why you didn't press charges? Didn't press charges. But, unfortunately for him, some of the places that he cashed those checks at didn't want to press charges. Oh, shit. Um, so that so, comes back on you, too, right? Well, I got um, some calls from the police department, and I explained to them, yes, he did sell my money. No, I don't want to press any charges. Um, they were fine. They are like, okay, I understand. Um, and that's when, you know, I literally just cut all contact. No contact. And instead of blocking him, I just stopped responding. So I was getting text messages from him, just random, all over the place. One minute it was, I miss you. I miss the kids. I miss... You know, because I do have children. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then, like, a couple hours later, it'd be, fuck you, Jenny. Yeah. And, and you uh, said he was good to the kids, so. He was good to the kids. He, he never hurt the children. Um, so, uh, I just stopped responding to all of it. But I was still getting it, you know, so I could still read it. I just didn't answer it. Why would you read it, though? Why did you want it? I don't did know. Did you want it to happen? Um, and I've asked myself that a lot of times. Like, why am I reading this? 
All it is is abusive. Yeah. He's just literally sending me text messages that are verbally abusive. And I don't know. Did you like the abuse? No. Uh, I didn't. But at the same time, I don't know why I didn't just block it. I mean, obviously, he could write me from whatever app yeah. he downloaded and say whatever he wanted. Yeah, because he knew your number. <clears throat> but at the same time, I was just... I don't know if I wanted to keep a connection to make sure he's okay. Because at least if he's texting me, he's not dead. Yeah. Even if I don't answer. And then there were times where I thought it was funny, even. Yeah. Like, I would be with Wait, a friend. Funny, funny what? Funny ha-ha or funny pathetic? Not funny, not funny ha-ha. Like, I would be eating a late night dinner with a friend because at the time I worked late. So, uh, and I would get a random text message that, fuck you. And it would be funny. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, oh, he's texting me again, <laughs> you know? But is it really funny, though? I don't know. I think that when you get to a point to where it's just... All you can do is laugh. Yeah. I mean, because, it, you know, at first it was it was really hard not to respond. Especially sometimes even when, you know, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I grew some balls. You know what I'm saying? And it's like sometimes I felt like, fuck you. You yeah. know, I'm going to tell your ass off. You. Yeah. Or and, I'm going to respond to you yeah, and, and I'm going to tell you. Dick. Yeah, exactly. And, and I know there were a couple of phone calls where I actually talked to him, and I did. I was like, fuck you. Yeah. We're not married anymore. Fuck you. I don't have to do anything for you. But you answered the phone. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just so weird how that works. People wonder why women stay with men, and they go back to them and go back to them. And even me, I left this man, and I still would... Answer the phone call sometimes. And I would still answer the text message sometimes. Even though I didn't want to be with him anymore. Yeah. It's just so weird. And I can't even explain why I did it. I just did. And uh, now... Yeah, I was about to ask. <laughs> do you still? <clears throat> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think that I just finally came to a how conclusion. Long, how, long, how long have you absolutely not answered calls? Oh, it's been a long time. It's been since probably the beginning of last year. I mean, it took a while. To, let's see. Divorce was the end of 2017. I'm going to say it probably took about at least six months. At least six months for me to just finally just say, I'm done. I'm not going to help him anymore. Yeah. I'm not going to respond to you anymore. Because I know I stopped helping him. And then the responding came afterward. Because it was like, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to help you anymore. I'm not going to give you gas money. I'm not going to give you money for anything. But I was still kind of responding to text. And then that came later. It's just like, I have got to stop. Because every time I respond to a text, it doesn't matter what I say. It comes back badly. And then when I stop responding to the text, <clears throat> that's when I started getting the random ones. Like the one minute it was, I miss you and I love you. And the next minute it was, I hate your fucking guts. And it was just all over the place. 
I still continued to not respond to them. And that's when it started to get funny. And, uh, and I don't want to say that I was laughing at his expense because, you know, he had a problem and then he needed to fix it. Right. And want him to be better. You're not laughing at him. It's just the situation was... Funny. Yeah, but it, it was just like, it was just a random, yeah. you know... You know, 10 o'clock at night, you get just a random text message saying, fuck you, you fucking whore. <laughs> it's like, what? What did I do? <laughs> you know, and uh, but it, and then he came to jail again. For the third time. Third time. And guess who was working? I'm guessing Bob. I'm going to be Bob. No, you're, <laughs> you were working. I'm working. And he comes to jail. And, uh. This time, it was for some, I don't know, outstanding thing. And uh, one of my guys comes up, are you okay with this? Do you have somebody else that can do this? Do you how many times he had gone to jail and how many months? So three times in how many months? Okay, so the first time was uh, around September 2017. Second time was around right after we got divorced. So it was probably January or February 2018. Okay. Third time. This is when I'm working. Six months. This is probably so three times in what? Eight months? Yeah. Yeah. And this this was just uh let's see, I was working the evening shift when he came in. I had moved to the evening shift. Um and uh so it's probably been five months ago, maybe. Give From now? Take, give or take, yeah. I'm working. And uh, the officer... Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, I thought you were saying this This happened a while back. You're talking... Mm -hmm. This has happened like six months ago? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, oh shit. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, this, yeah. so, did you have any contact between the last time he had been no, in jail? No, I, I had not had any contact with him in a while. You know, like okay. I said, I have yeah, been you, not responding. Not responding. So okay. I've been getting messages, but I have not been responding. Okay, shit. All right. Okay. So yes. six months ago, he comes and, to jail and you're right. working. And I have not been responding for a couple of months. Mm -hmm. So it's been a couple of months since I had responded to anything that he had sent all at right. all. No contact. And that's how you have to do it. You want to end it? I figured that out. It took me a little bit, but I figured it out. Hold on, no hold, on, hold on, So, what, what are you saying? <coughs> no contact from the time last... Okay, so six months ago he went in jail. This is what I'm saying. Is when you leave someone like that... No, 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 hold on, hold on. So, we get... We know that. I'm trying to get timeline here. I'm trying to get okay. timeline. Okay, So, he went to jail six months. Mm -hmm. Or he went to jail twice in six months. Mm -hmm. All right, and that was the beginning of 2018. Yeah. All right. So you stopped responding to his texts. Somewhere around the middle. Summer, so summer July of twenty eighteen. Yeah, maybe. July of twenty eighteen. Yeah. So you had no no contact with this man until he went to jail. Right. Five months ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. So all right, just to get that straight, because the way it sounded, you had talked to him. Okay. Months, yeah. a few months earlier. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you're looking at almost a year. You hadn't talked to this right. man. Right. Well, the point that I want to make, aside from that, is, and I know it's hard to not have that contact, and that's the problem. Yeah. You want to leave this person, and you want you want to help them at the same time. Right. You're trying to stress that, because you got to yes. cut ties. I figured it out. You have to stop all contact. Yeah. That's the only way. That is the only way, because everything you say, every time you try to help them, 
every time you even message anything back, every time you answer a phone call, they're going to turn it around on you. Okay. So that that that's just a side point that I'm trying. Yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you. Right. Yeah, and yeah. So no, I, no, we're yeah. we're with you. I we're, we're all contact. And uh, so I six have, months. The ago. officer that arrested him knows me, and he knows my circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so he walks in and he says, "I got him. You want me to bring him in?" I said, "Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, bring him in." And so he says, "Okay." So he goes out and gets him and he brings him in. And then one of one of my coworkers comes in. Are you okay? Do you need to go somewhere? Do you have someone else that can do this? I said, nope. I'm going to book him in. I'm going to do it. I'm ready for this. So I booked him in. I booked my ex-husband into jail. Did you enjoy that? It was satisfying in its own way. But it was also heartbreaking in its own way? I'm not going to say heartbreaking. Just kind of awkward. Why awkward? Because, okay. So, like you said... We got divorced in the end of 2017. Mm-hmm. So this is summer 2018. Mm-hmm. And so I went no, through all this. this. 19. Or 19, excuse me. 19. So it's been a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've kind of cut my ties. You yeah. Know. If it had been closer to before when I was trying to help him and stuff, it may have been different. But it's been a while since I've talked to him. Right. It's been a long time. I didn't know where he was at. You know, I had spoken to his mother once. I think he was living in trash cans or something. I don't know. Gotta love trash cans. Living in, you know, eating out of trash cans, living in a car. I don't know. You know, at, maybe I mean, in a van down and, by a river. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, exactly. I threw that out there. I'm sorry. Um, so you book him in. Yeah. So, uh, so I didn't know really what he was going through at the time because I hadn't spoke to him in so long, and um, so I get him through the booking process. Which Did is, he even look the same? I he mean, had lost a lot of weight. No, well, and um, he was making a lot of smart ass comments. Oh, I'm sure. You know, you're gonna have to tase me later. I'm fixing to do this. You're gonna have to tase me. You know, I was like, I'll fucking tase you right now. (laughs) Don't fuck with me. (laughs) Yeah, I ain't even caring. (laughs) Wait, he didn't be like, oh, okay. So, like, seriously, if if the rules were reversed and it was me and my wifey was booking me into jail, I would say horribly sexual things. Um, he did just, not say anything sexual. Okay, because I'm he just, just a horrible he, person. He was just making comments do. of like, I'm going to fight, y'all going to have to chase me, you know, because he thinks he's a tough guy or whatever. But he did uh, ask me to make some phone calls for him, which I refused to do. Yep. I said, you get two free phone calls when you get in your cell. Good luck with you. Have fun with that. Um, and so, uh, I got him booked in, took his pictures. Uh, thankfully, I didn't have to fingerprint him, so there was no No touching, contact. no contact. Exactly. Got him put up, got him done. Uh, he was there for a few days. He got out. A couple months later, <laughs> just recently, he came to jail again. The reason he came to jail is for grand larceny. Guess why? Why? Because he stole two, $25,000 or $2,500 from me. That's why. Are you shitting me yeah. right now? Hold on. Ho- okay. Okay, so he got booked into jail for grand larceny on your charges that you didn't press. Yeah. Because he, like I said, he took uh, checks, he stole checks, and he cashed them. Well, he cashed them at the bank, but he also cashed them at this one store. Apparently, I 
guess he had a gambling problem also. I don't know. Because, uh, you know, catch some stuff. Anyway, um, I didn't press charges. Because I didn't want to deal with it. But uh, the store that he cashed checks at did. So... That's so two years later, this is all backing on to. Okay, so yeah. did uh, I don't even know how that all works. I don't even want to know. So you see him? Is he still in jail? He is. I see him every day when I go to work. I do side checks on him. I make sure he's alive. And you had to whoop his ass yet? I have not. He likes to say something smart ass every once in a while. Are you gonna do it to prove a point? Player? No, I would never do that. I would never do that. I would, I would never intentionally hurt someone, no matter who they were. Even if it was my ex-husband and treated me badly. How, what is your emotional state when you go to work, knowing that you're going to see him? The only problem I really have is that he's really bad about... Okay, so um, he's really bad about telling his cellmates... And the people that he is in jail with that we were married. No. So they all know that he is my ex-husband. Yeah, that's bad. And uh, I don't like that. Um, I know that, you know, while he was on the street, he was um, associating with a lot of people that are in jail. And a lot of times, I will have people that I book in or people that are in jail, they'll say, oh, is your ex-husband still here? Or, you know, your ex-husband, whatever, you know. And yeah. uh, I, it, it always triggers me every time. It doesn't matter what I'm doing, but if someone mentions it, I will just stop in my tracks. And I don't know what to say back. You, I mean... What do you mean you don't know what to say back? Just like... Like, well, they'll ask, you know, is your ex-husband in jail? Or, you know, your ex-husband, you know, you know who he is, you know, whatever. They'll, they'll just mention... Just by mentioning him at all, it just stops me in my tracks. I'm just like, I don't know what to say because a million things go through my head. Like, it, it's like 11 years of experience goes through my head in one moment. And then everything that happened towards the end. And then at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to say anything to these people. I mean, I try to treat everyone equally. I, I, they're human beings, you know. I, I want to treat them like a human being. But at the same time, when they say something like that, it triggers me so badly that I don't want them to know that I was married to someone like that. You don't ever just say, fuck you and fuck him too? No. No. It just, I don't know why. It just, I just, I, I don't know what to say when they ask me about him. Especially, like, when it's um, one of the female inmates, like, will say something about him. And I'm like, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, well, why, are you, why were you hanging out with him? Why, why was he hanging out with you? It's not a jealousy thing. I was just about to ask uh, Don't that. get me wrong. It's not like, oh, were y'all messing around or something like that. It's nothing like that. It's, I don't exactly know. It, was, it's, it seems like that, but it's not like that exactly. It's just kind of like, why would he be hanging out with a female? 
Why would he be hanging out with someone? Because I never would have thought he would have. You know, I I a never female thought or that female or that any female because he was never like that. Like I told you before, I never thought he was. Well, the you person know, you knew is no around. longer the person you right. are, he is now. And uh, so it just shocks me. I'm just like, why? Why would he be hanging out with you? That's weird. You know, especially a lot of them are, you know, significantly younger than him. So that's kind of weird to him. Like, why is he hanging out with this girl? So it's just weird. It's just Does it really you? weird. Yeah. It, it doesn't bother me in a way that you think it would be. Not, not an emotional way, just kind of a curious way. Just, well, that's weird. You know, I don't, I mean, he's not even from the area yeah. that we live in. He's from a different area. So I'm like, well, why is he hanging out with people in this area? And I guess it's because he's staying in this area. I don't know because yeah. I haven't talked to him in a while. So, I mean, he can do whatever he wants. I don't care. But it's just, I don't know. It just shocks me. And I, I think maybe it's just because when they bring his name up or when they ask me about him, I just, all those Memories come back, mostly. Is it anger? No, it's not really anger. It's just more like a... And to be honest with you, I just think it's it's like... I can't, I can't believe I was married to someone that is in jail. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I see for 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 the charges that they are in jail for. I'm like, I can't, I can't believe I was associated with that. Yeah. And I mean, you know, like I said, I try to treat everyone equally. Everyone is human, and we all have problems. And some people self medicate, and they get involved in the wrong thing. And you know, just like I said, I tried to help him when he got involved in it. But I guess it's just shocking because, you know, when when we got married, he would have never been around that kind of activity and so anytime someone brings it back to my memory that he is around that activity shocking so okay i'm gonna tread lightly here the person you knew is no longer around obviously what does that do to your mental state it sucks it sucks in a lot of ways because sometimes I think even if he wouldn't have gotten involved in that stuff, that it probably would have ended. And that just made it worse. Because you even admitted in your last podcast you weren't happy the entire yeah. time until he was, you know, unless he was traveling or whatever. Right. So why so emotional now? I don't know. Maybe because I feel like I failed in marriage. Well, that's, I mean. And that's a lot of the reason why I stuck with it so long. And I think that's a lot of the reason why a lot of people stick with it so long. Is because they just don't want to fail at marriage. I mean, if I can't, if I can't fix this marriage, what can I fix? What can I do? I mean, I dedicated my life to this person. I should be able to fix it. But you dedicated your life to him, but you weren't actually in love with him, and you already said that. Yeah. Why would you dedicate your life to somebody if you didn't have that emotional state? I think that I did love him, 
And I, I still, you know, do. Like, you asked me earlier if I was in love with him, yeah. and I said no. But I'm, I'm not. I'm not in love with him. But I still love him as a person. I want him to be okay. But that person doesn't exist anymore. People don't change. People adapt to their surroundings. People do adapt, and people change their behaviors, but their personalities don't change. His so personality has changed. It's in there somewhere, and and I see it, but then I start thinking, why did I put up with that? What made me, and I ask myself that same question, what made me think that that was the person I wanted to spend the rest of my life with? Because... At this state in my life, and at this position that I'm in now, to where that has ended, and my attitude has changed even, I wouldn't put up with that shit now. There's no way I would put up with that shit now. So why did I do it before? I ask myself that all the time. But why look back? And there's another question. Why look back on that, and then... Why not look forward and be less jaded towards marriage? It's not really that I'm jaded towards marriage because of what happened to me. I just think that as far as marriage to me now, as I've gotten older and through my experiences, I feel like it's just a piece of paper. I mean... You can still have the same kind of relationship with a person without getting that paper done. That's fair. Yeah, that's legit. Are you, are you the same person you was when you first married him? Well, like I said, I don't, I don't believe people's personalities change. I believe my personality is still intact and the same. But I believe that I've grown and I've learned a lot of lessons, and I don't put up with a lot of stuff that I would have put up with before. But you can ask anyone that has grown older, you know, they yeah. learn from their experiences, and they don't put up with stuff that they would have had, you know, 10, 20 years ago. I agree with that. I completely agree with that. Well, here's my question to you. So we're going to wrap this up. We're running on close to 55 minutes for your latest podcast. <laughs> when... Which is crazy because we did like 15 minutes before. I'm going to add 55 to it. How do you want to end this? What do you want to say? What do you want to feel? And you tell me. Listen, I've gotten... Through my experiences and what I've dealt with. And I see... I have friends, you know... I have friends that are women that go through the same thing. I have um, seen them go through the same thing that I have. And I feel that I'm very passionate about the way you treat other people now. Especially people that you're with, like as far as a relationship. And just recently... In the past, probably six or eight months, I, you know, I, I've, I've even told friends of mine that we're in bad relationships. I'm like, you've got to go. It's not going to work. You know, I, I've been through this. I see the signs. It's not going to work. You've got to stop this now. And I try everything I can to, to give them the best advice that I can of, 
you know, because if they want to leave the relationship that they're in, you have to stop that contact because I screwed it up, you know. Yeah. I, I let it go for way too long. And when I stopped that contact, it was bad. And uh, if you stop it now, you got to you gotta stop it as soon as possible because the longer you let that go on, the worse it is. And I try to help as much as I can. And I feel like sometimes I don't get through. I feel like they don't listen. I know what they're going through at the same time. And I just, I know that they're strong. And I know that they can do it. They just have to believe in themselves. I mean, they have to. You have to believe that you can stop that contact and that you're going to be okay. And you will find someone else. Absolutely. Even even if you don't believe you're going to. And, like, in my in my situation, like me, I'm okay. I'm okay not finding someone else. But there are people out there that, you know, they've been manipulated so badly that they don't think there there is anyone else out there. And no one will treat them better than what they have right now. And it's not true. You're right. It's not true. And uh, I just so badly want them to know that they are strong and that they're doing the best they can. I know they are. And it doesn't matter what everybody else says. I know people say, you're stupid for staying with that person. You're stupid for dealing with that. They're not stupid. They're just trying to fix it. They're trying to be good. They're trying to help someone that needs help. Because that's a lot of it, is you're just trying to help that other person. You, you know, when... And what what did I say earlier? We, we, were, we weren't on when I said it. But I said that my friend say, said, when it's good, it's really good. And when it's bad... It's really, really bad. Yeah. That's like, it's like the slogan for for women that are in bad relationships to me. Because it should always be good. Even when it's bad, it should be a little bit good. It should never be just horribly bad, so bad that you want to leave. Absolutely. You're right. No. That's passion. I dig it. When... When it's so bad that you want to leave, then there's something wrong. And I went through that for the last two years of my marriage. There were times where it was so bad that I wanted to leave. And I stuck with it because I wanted to fix it. You cannot fix another person. You cannot fix another person. They have got, you cannot make anyone happy without making yourself happy first. And if that other person is not happy and they're dealing with stuff, you can't fix them. They have to fix it themselves. Well, you are strong. You are beautiful. I really appreciate you so much. And you cleared up a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> whole lot of stuff. We, 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 I, I, I had people, I don't even know how many people. Like, hey man, you gotta get that Jenny chick back on. We gotta hear some more about this. <laughs> We, we got to hear more. We got to hear more. Well, I, I really, really thank you. Well, I tried to sum it up as best I could. We, we, we summed it up in about an hour. But I thank you so much. Thank you for being on. And if you do not conquer self, you will be conquered by self. Thank you so much.